Guess what? We're not related. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. This is a show where we strap on some scuba gear and we plunge the depths fighting giant squids that Marissa's afraid of and whatever sized anglerfish in order to find you gems from the sea of knowledge. And then we resurface, dry ourselves off. Then we plug in the microphone so that we didn't get electrocuted. And we record sharing our booty with you. Oh God! Oh, God. He did that one knowing it was gonna <laughs> In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know, like besides uh, giant squids. I'm just afraid of anything giant, not people. And the other day, I just you're at- telling me if a ten foot person walked up to you, you wouldn't be scared. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, giant. <laughs> I'm not afraid of a six foot tall person. Uh. I was looking at pictures of the, I was looking at sketches of the Cloverfield monster the other day, and it kind of looks like a big sperm whale, but then with like weird legs, and I just like thought about like, fuck, sperm whales are scary, and fuck, this non-existent monster scary, and sometimes when I go to museums, I just feel really uncomfortable with the large taxidermy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, is it taxidermy or is it they're fake? Oh no. I don't know. Whatever. I just don't don't call me out because I don't know how museums work, bitches. <laughs> how are you, Pete? I'm okay, Marissa, but I'm a little bit irritated this week. I know why. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but why? Do well, we everything want feels like it sucks, but also, and it's we're recording on Tuesday, guys, <laughs> and I'm meaning yeah. Monday and today. <laughs> but I'm more generally irritated with and they're right next to me so i gotta keep quiet but i'm kind of irritated with my plants because (laughs) i saw your co-workers just like (laughs) squatting out like under the camera view (laughs) (laughs) like my plants keep seeming to want to die and i Mm -hmm. don't blame them for that especially in 2021 And you see them, like, your door is open and they're clutching to, like, the side of... The, no, the windows are open and they're clutching to the side like they're going to jump. And you no. keep in them on enough. <laughs> they're just, like, I got yellow leaves, I got brown leaves, I got a bunch of leaves that aren't supposed to be those colors. <laughs> and then it says, well, that's because they're not getting enough water. And then it says, that's because they're getting too much water. And change the soil and it's you know it's a lot of work and mm-hmm. i think i'm ready for kids <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> plants can suffer just the way we are and like you said they're not dead but they have yellow leaves brown leaves it's like us when we're going through a deep depression yeah well i'm having yeah. some some yellow leaves this week um, and let's just say I could use a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me How too. about your week, Marissa? Uh, I went home with my boyfriend to my family. Woo! Everybody looks great. Yeah. Um, they got all everyone got along really well. Um, everyone like I make fun of my boyfriend. You know, I'm, I don't know how to not make fun of people constantly, which is a problem because you only some hurt boyfriend. the ones you love. Yeah. 
But like, they were all okay with me. Just it was, I was like making fun of everyone all around, and everyone was just good sport about it. And uh, did you ever leave them all alone? Yes, by mistake. I wasn't paying attention. I just like leave the room. Boyfriend with all of my family. Right, you leave them all alone, and your mom's like, "What the fuck is up with her?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, they were clowning <laughs> me just as much, um, and it was it was a bit rough at times. But uh, also, I took him to my grandparents' house, and they Ooh. all proceeded to speak Spanish for like an hour, and like no one was translating, and I was like, "Cool." And then they would <laughs> laugh at me because I didn't know Spanish. And I was just like, this is really weird. And, and when uh, you say they, you mean that your boyfriend speaks Spanish? Yes. Nice. Uh, which, I mean, it's not that crazy for people to speak Spanish, but as my boyfriend has seen, when a Chinese man speaks fluent Spanish, everyone is like, what? We went to a Mexican restaurant, and he spoke Spanish, and the guy was like, what? But like to a point that it was like, seemed a little like, <laughs> like, come on. Like, Chinese people are capable of speaking Spanish. Well, I think also, too, just the visual of Hispanic woman sitting next to Asian man, and Asian man is the one who can speak Spanish. I think that's also, you know, kind of funny. <laughs> that was annoying, because then the guy's like, do you speak Spanish? And I was like, no. And he was like, what? Well, what? Like, what? <laughs> Everyone. Uh, also, nobody drinks with my mother. So, like, the moment we got there, she's like, we're going to drink for lunch. We're going to drink for dinner. We're going to drink all the time. So that was funny. I kind of drunk with my mom. Isn't it true that last time you were home, you had to, like, hide booze in your room? Yeah. There's no rhyme or reason. Sometimes they'll shame me How old me are you again, Marissa? Much. I'm 35. 35. And she was doing that water trick where when she would have some wine, she'd have to put some water in because mom was checking the levels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my family is something else. But anyway, we, we all had a... Had a wonderful time. Anyway, Pete, you better turn your frown upside down. Because even though, yeah, this is dropping Friday. But on the Friday that this drops, we're going to have a guest that is our favorite comedian. So you better get your butt in gear, Pete. I don't understand. Am I doing something wrong right now? <laughs> no, you said you're in a bad mood this. this oh, week. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, to be honest, that's the last thing. Before I get to go to my girlfriend's house. What's the last thing? Podcasting. I was explaining to him how it goes again, and I think I gave us too much credit. Oh, and no. That, I was like, no, but I was just like, oh, you know, at the first part, we're going to present our topic, and we'll all discuss and riff. And I was like, why did I say riff? I didn't mean riff. Like, I know you can riff. We can't. I don't <laughs> give myself credit to call what I do riff. I just don't know how to make fun of people. <laughs> Which... As I age, I'm starting to see that, like, that's why some people don't like me. <laughs> and that's fine. I get it. Yeah. But, okay. hey, that's why some people love you. That, yeah, that's true. <laughs> people, people who know how to roll with it, like me. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Icebreaker. There's some drama today I'm seeing that's so stupid. Uh, I... It's stupid that it's becoming a drama. I understand where she's coming from, but she handled it very poorly. In which Demi Lovato, who used to have an eating disorder, went into a frozen yogurt place and saw that there wasn't just plain frozen yogurt. Like, there were these signs for, like, sugar-free, uh, fat-free. And then there were these cookies labeled, like, guilt-free. Like, there was all these, like, 
diet terms that I guess she found triggering. So she kind of like called up the frozen yogurt place and is like, you know, you gotta, you know, there's nothing guilty about eating food. Like this stuff could be triggering. And then a bunch of people were like, bitch, shut up. We're diabetics. We like this. Or like, we have dietary issues. This isn't all about you. So there were just people, you know, seeing things totally different. So my point but, is... But I got to say, she took to social media to do this protest. Yeah, I don't think she needed okay. to attack I think Because yeah, it would be different if she went up to the place and was like, hey, I'm Demi Lovato, and I think that maybe changing some of these signs would be cool. You yeah, think that I, would actually have more power, too, than just <laughs> tweeting? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and like, yeah, I think putting them on blast like that wasn't fair. Um, but again, like, there are valid concerns. She was like, oh, now people made me realize, and I think that you should label your stuff like, like, celiac, diabetic. Yeah, nothing's like, better than just digging that hole, lady. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, I don't know. If you have, I don't know. Anyway, I won't get into that. But the point is, for my icebreaker, I want to know, if there is a business or a brand, and this isn't your time to put them on blast necessarily, but have you ever either justly or unjustly been really upset by any sort of like retail experience or like brand or anything like that? Well, like uh, there's, I'm thinking like more micro in terms of not really like a brand or a product or anything. Like it does. It does pain me, like, if I were to go to Wendy's and order a Baconator, it's like, God, just give me the bacon cheeseburger. Like, oh, like don't make like- me say cutesy names. And don't make me say the double cheeseburger, because you know the single cheeseburger, there's, like, nothing to it. Like, <laughs> but, um... I mean, I don't know how you would rephrase double cheeseburger. Like, the other one's like... That's real cheeseburger, and the regular one's like half a cheeseburger. Like, oh, 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 Marissa, you might not know this because I know you can't have like bad food. But if you go to Wendy's now and you get a number one, a number one is <laughs> uh, you would get a number one double, or a number one single, or a number one triple, something oh, like okay. that. Because number one is just burger. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Huh. And then, um, yeah, like then number two will have I don't know like some sauce or some shit on it, but um, but more I was thinking um when we were when I was a kid in New Jersey there was a True Value and it was in like such an awkward place, and whenever you went in there the people would like watch you, and that like was you know what's True Value? Like, yeah, a hardware store. Um, <laughs> that's I'm the so thing. Teams go and steal some of the hardware. I'm gonna stuff. start shoving some hammers in my pants, like I'm gonna steal them. <laughs> and that's the thing. And like you could say, like, oh, maybe they were just you know bad at communicating that they were available to help or something like that. But the other thing that you need to recognize is, in mentioning that it was in a very inconvenient place, it's not like I was strolling the aisles of the hardware store by myself, like with a hood covering my face and like big baggy <laughs> pants ready to stuff them full of hammers and screws. I was there like with my mom and my mom too was like these people are creepy as hell but (laughs) we didn't have a Home Depot yet we didn't have like other places to go for hardware so we always had to go to this place Um, and then it turns out 
in school, there was this kid who was just like over the top nerdy. And he was so nerdy that eventually people were like, hey, let's try to make this kid cool by like being nice to him. But like he couldn't even go with that. Like he was so <laughs> nerdy. <laughs> Oh, where is this going? Then he stole stuff from no, the No, his va- family ran the true value. And, like, part oh. of what made him weird in school was that he was difficult to, like, engage with. And he was, oh. like, he was like a staring kind of person. And I was like, oh, okay, well, this makes a lot more sense now. But um, the place went out of business because it's in such an inconvenient location. And uh, Home Depot moved, like, three miles down the road. Okay. <laughs> so... Obviously, this isn't funny, but it shows the kind of life we live. Because I thought the story was going to be <laughs> that everyone tried to make him cool and try to befriend him, but then he stole a bunch of tools from the True Value and killed some kids or something. Like that'd be something. I mean, yeah. Stole also, a big axe. <laughs> also, uh, if I would have been in that store, everyone would have definitely been looking at me because they thought I was stealing. Yeah. Because. Years back, boy, did everyone think I was always stealing. Well, you wear black and you're brown, so. I wore black, <laughs> I was brown. I probably had a hoodie on with a hood on because I found that comfortable. Also, I just looked like, I look, I don't know. Everyone thought I was sketchy. <laughs> I, I wanted to be known. You have never- good, you have good sketchy eyes. Like, you have big eyes that people could like, and like, you can't, you can't covertly side eye somebody. <laughs> no, I- uh, I also let you all know that I've never stolen anything in my entire life. For as sketchy as everyone found me, I was so innocent. I also feel obligated to say, Marissa doesn't have freakishly big eyes. <laughs> I do have larger eyes than normal. <laughs> um, yeah, I would have taken that. People do say I have big eyes. Um, so mine is... They're so big, I, they're like popping out of her head. Well, no. I don't have a condition. <laughs> um... I also don't like calling things like with the, with a stupid name in, in restaurants, but uh, I went to a movie theater <laughs> once and I had a backpack and they didn't, they weren't like, oh, let's search your backpack. They were like, we need to confiscate your backpack while you're watching the movie. And I was like, why? There's no signs that say you can't have a backpack and like, we just need to. And I was like, <laughs> but like, why? And, like, they couldn't, like, give me a good reason, but they took my backpack, which nothing was in it. I just had, I was, like, coming from college and, like, watching a movie. And I was so mad because they didn't confiscate, like, women's handbags. Mm -hmm. Like, how fucking big they were. So, I mean, I don't know that they saw this, but (laughs) Wilkesbury is kind of, like, small enough that it is possible that they would have heard that there was an op-ed just in, like, the Wilkes newspaper, but I basically wrote this like whole op-ed about like either confiscate all or nothing. Like I can have a gun in my backpack, but also that lady with the handbag could have a gun in her backpack too, in her handbag too. And then they started having signs saying that every single bag would either be searched or confiscated. So I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll take it. I'll take it. But they don't. Love- like what? they don't actively search all the bags, so the yeah, sign is really just to cover the rest. Well, when somebody what? like you comes along. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But I like how you jumped to guns. Well, like, okay. I know there have been movie theater shootings in the past, uh, but um, I was just thinking people might be trying to sneak in some food. Oh, I guess so. But I mean, (laughs) but 
again, like, why could a backpack hold food more than, like, a handbag? My mom's purse could always hold our candy when we went to the movies. (laughs) Exactly. I'll just start holding my guns and popcorn in a giant Michael Kors handbag. Like, okay. Guys, I would never bring a gun. I'm actually anti-gun, 100%. I'm just saying. (laughs) I thought she was going to talk about the popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I would never put popcorn in a Michael Kors bag. It's too expensive. (laughs) Guys, no, I've eaten sushi and Taco Bell in a movie theater. I will bring <laughs> everything that could possibly be brought in a movie theater in a movie theater. <laughs> anyway, not in COVID times, but uh, anyway. Um, Speaking of movies, movies have ratings. You know that? Yes. <laughs> and those are set by the motion picture. Have we not done this topic before? Association of America, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Well, Marissa, lately I have been reading uh, more comic books, probably more comic books than when I was a kid. Um, Probably because when I was a kid and they came out monthly, it was like, you got to wait a whole month to get the next issue. And now I'm just buying like collections and and burning through them. Um, But the thing is, I'm kind of like this with TV shows. Actually, I'm really like this with TV shows. I've talked on the podcast before about how I like canceled shows. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's part of it is because because there's not really like an investment. You can watch. Wait, stop. And make sure that everyone knows that he means shows that have not been renewed. <laughs> not shows that had racist. Not Lucky <laughs> Louie. <laughs> yeah, like not like problematic shows that the internet canceled. He means shows <laughs> that were renewed. So, I feel like everyone is going to possibly think you meant that. <laughs> so I have, um, similarly with comic books, I like these offshoot titles, um, mm-hmm. not usually like main storylines. So, um, because, yeah, it's like a lot of stuff to catch up on. If you just wanted to start the X-Men today and you want to start at X-Men number one, you have like like a thousand things you got to read. <laughs> yeah, that would be insane. So I have been more into like reboot type things. Like Ironheart and Miss Marvel, or spinoffs like when the X Men and the Fantastic Four fought over Reed and Sue Richards' son, who is an alpha mutant. And so they were like, "Why don't you come out and hang out with the mutants?" And the Fantastic Four was like, "Cause he's our son." And they were like, "Yeah, but we're mutants." And they're like, "Yeah, but he's our son." But did that mean hang out, or they were gonna adapt the son? Like they were trying to get him to move to the uh the, the mutant island. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean, that's a whole thing that... I still make people wanted a mutant island. It's a very problematic plot line. (laughs) Okay, yeah, there's a lot happening there that I didn't even realize. Okay, One that I'm on right now is the Irredeemable Ant-Man, which is about a terrible guy who's just like a low-level agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and then he (laughs) happens to steal the new Ant-Man costume, and he uses it to, like, watch women shower. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) Anyway, in my efforts to find a weird title, I found one that was called Extatix. So, oh, wait, wait. Oh, is that the weird-looking people? <laughs> so this is a reboot of the X-Force with an all-new team. I wanted to check it out because they have a hero called You Go Girl, and that sounded fun to me. <laughs> is that the one where, like, one of them has tentacles and one of them is blue and... One of them, they have, like, weird powers? I don't really know all their powers yet because I haven't, I haven't actually gotten it. Okay, but it has like a weird art style, right? I think I think so. For today, okay. like for the 2000s, it definitely does because it's it's yeah, very to, throwback. 
Yeah. Okay. Continue. Sorry. But their their start in the Mar- in Marvel was apparently so violent that it was the first comic that Marvel didn't get approval from the CCA, the Comics Code Authority. But it was also after that that they just stopped submitting them. Wait. So, how long ago was it that it was so violent for Marvel? Two thousand and one or two. Really? Wow, I didn't think like anyone cared that much that late. I thought you were going to tell me like the 80s or something. Okay. No, yeah, the the storyline apparently is that every, like they have a team and then mm-hmm. everybody gets killed except a few of them in the first issue and I then know that. Yeah. Right, and then they uh, build it back up with some other people. Um so today I wanted to tell everybody about the Comics Code Authority. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like where where does the topic? <laughs> Pete, do you know we're doing the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so the Comics Code Authority was this little logo that I used to see on comics, and I didn't really know what it meant, but it was on every single comic that I had. The uh, The Comics Code Authority was formed in 1954 by the Comics Magazine Association of America as an alternative to government regulation. The CCA allowed comic publishers to self-regulate the content of comic books in the United States. The code was voluntary. There was no law requiring its use, although some advertisers and retailers looked to it for reassurance. Um, and some publishers just never bothered to use it. So, I'm sorry. Still exists or it doesn't still exist? We'll get there, but no, it doesn't sorry. anymore. <laughs> okay. So like I said, I, I remember seeing it on every single comic book that I picked up, but I didn't know what the point of it was and when i didn't see it i just assumed that it fell out of style um and that you know people didn't but like that sort of like a a a movie rating it's like let's make this as small as possible let's sort of like push it off because it makes people feel like oh that's a movie i don't know so in 1954 the way that this started a guy named uh frederick wortham published a book (laughs) with the made for porno title seduction of the innocent (laughs) and in this book he claimed that comic books were a serious cause for juvenile delinquency oh my god shut up (laughs) if only frederick were alive today (laughs) that's so comics are like so well they're not so innocent but i mean like just shut up well this is where he called out that wonder woman had a bondage subtext which yeah. kind of hurt because it turned out to be true. Um, it, it is true, but nobody really... Right. Until we watched that weird movie, nobody knew. <laughs> uh, Batman and Robin were gay lovers, and that naked women were drawn into backgrounds and uh, like as sort of like print Easter eggs for pervs. <laughs> Wait, well, well, of course, who cares if they were gay lovers? But they're not, though, right? Right. Yeah, okay. Uh, morbid themes in comics were called, quote, an injury to the eye. This was, of course, all taken to be credible and uh, to taint the views of parents across the United States. Uh, so seeing the writing on the wall, the comic book industry leaders voluntarily formed a group that would be sort of like this, this regulatory group, the CCA. Now, mm-hmm. criticisms of Wortham's seduction of the innocent are awesome. <laughs> Please tell me. Wortham exaggerated his research sample size. Okay, that happens, right? I guess. His samples were kids who were already serving in juvenile detention centers or psychiatric hospitals. Okay. So he goes, he goes, comic books lead to 
kids ending up in juvenile detention centers. And in order for me to prove that, I'm only going to interview kids who are in juvenile detention yeah, centers. Okay. Um, he also exaggerated or omitted context in the images that he used. For instance, I just like this one because it sounds so dumb. Uh, in one case, he described a decapitation and showed an image of a headless character. It was Captain Marvel, whose face had been splashed with an invisibility potion. Oh. That whole part just makes me laugh. That's so good. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, the Batman and Robin being gay thing, it, he interviewed two men who were gay, but he didn't... Um, he didn't disclose that in, in the research. So he interviewed these two people. Like, when you do research, if you talk to, like, 20 people and, I don't know, say 15 of them go, I think Batman and Robin are gay, um, then you can maybe take that back and, and, you know, ask follow-up questions, that sort of thing. Two people that he talked to, one of them was like, yeah, I think Batman and Robin are gay. Or they said something to the effect of, like, I have had a sexual fantasy about Batman or Robin or something like that. And so he turned that into one of his key hypotheses. <laughs> so he went in like, and this, I remember doing this when I was a little kid. It's like, okay, let's find the research and then go back and make the hypothesis. So that my yeah, project yeah. looks like it makes sense. <laughs> so I thought that I would share with you, Marissa, some of the regulations. Cause okay. I think they're funny. Um, Crimes shall never be presented in such a way as to create sympathy for the criminal, to promote distrust of the forces of law and justice, or inspire others with a desire to imitate criminals. But that doesn't make sense, because... So this should only apply to comic books, but not movies? Yeah, because comic books are corrupting people. Oh, also, wait, let me make sure... I want to see if I understand this. So this is saying that comic books shouldn't have this at all, or that if comic books have this, they have a certain rating. No, there were no. That's that's a good point. There were no ratings per se. This was you get the seal or you don't get the seal. <laughs> that's stupid. And if you don't get the seal, again, some advertisers might be like, "Well, that's not a good place to advertise because they, you know, for all intents and purposes." I think I say it a little bit. Yeah, I say it a little bit later, so I might repeat myself, but um. Yeah, they're advertising like smut. So, and so I guess the whole the whole assumption that this whole thing makes is that comics are specifically for children. Yes. Okay. Okay. Continue. If a crime is depicted, it shall be as a sordid and unpleasant activity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, contributing to problems of today, police, judges, and government officials. And respected institutions shall never be presented in such a way as to create disrespect for established authority. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> I hate everyone involved in this. Criminals shall not be presented as to be rendered glamorous or to occupy a position which creates a desire for emulation. Well, then you just need to throw Catwoman totally out the window <laughs> <laughs> and make Magneto a little less hot. In every instance, good shall triumph over evil and the criminal punished for his misdeeds. Okay, interesting. Scenes of excessive violence shall be prohibited. Scenes of brutal torture, excessive and unnecessary knife and gunplay, physical agony, the gory and gruesome crime. 
uh, I guess all those were descriptors for the word crime, uh, shall be eliminated. <laughs> you can't show physical agony? Right. That's very... How do you define agony? But this, this one I think you'll love. No comic magazine shall use the words horror or terror in its title. What? <laughs> That's not even... So, Wait. so to your point, there were a bunch of horror magazines or horror comics at the time, and those basically had to close up shop. But also, like, or I go underground. I understand if you want to be like, oh, you know, don't show things about cops, don't glamorize being a villain. But horror stuff usually has to do with like ghosts and goblins and and. I mean, it could have to do with gore, but a lot of times it has to do with, like, the supernatural. And that's just funny to think that there could be a link between, like, supernatural ghosty stuff and supernatural. <laughs> well, they also want to get rid of um, scenes of horror, excessive bloodshed, gory or gruesome crimes, depravity, lust, sadism, masochism. What? Also, lurid, unsavory, gruesome illustrations should also be eliminated. <laughs> so, by these standards... I hope, if not, I mean, do you by any chance have examples later of comics that got this seal? Because, like, what's left? Just oh, no, they, they pretty much all got the seal for, for quite a while. I, I remember um, I have one Spider-Man comic where Mary Jane is, like, sitting on a bed. Her back is, like, towards, like, they're drawing her back. I'm going to say towards the camera like it's real. But... <laughs> But, um, she, so she's facing away, she's naked, but like the sheets covering her butt and it's like, and, and Peter Parker is like just getting home from like a rough day's work or just leaving or something like that. Um, and I, that had it on it. Oh, so it's all up to interpretation. <laughs> okay. But I think if you, if you think of like classic Batman and, and Superman and stuff like that, some of this stuff you know, does make a little bit more sense. Yeah, okay. Uh, inclusion of stories dealing with evil shall be used or shall be published only where the intent is to illustrate a moral issue, and in no case shall evil be presented alluringly, nor so as to injure the sensibilities of the reader. <laughs> I mean, dude, you can't stop evil from looking sexy. Oh, can't. Marissa, hold on to your anger. <laughs> <laughs> Scenes dealing with or instruments associated with the all the rest of these are prohibited. Um, Walking Dead, torture, vamp what? torture, vampires and vampirism, ghouls, what does that do with anything, cannibalism and werewolfism. <laughs> okay, at best, I will give you cannibalism, and maybe <laughs> I will give you werewolf. But how how could you assume that vampires? And zombies leads to juvenile delinquency. There's um, there's a side story, if anybody feels like looking into this more, um, where there was a writer whose last name was Wolfman. And did they make him change his name? <laughs> yeah. What? They banned his name from the title. Pete, and this then, is so dumb. So then they were like, it's his last name. And they were like, okay, well, you have to make it absolutely clear that it's the writer of the... Uh, so then they had to say, by, like, I don't know, Larry Wolfman. And then um, from that point on, they did that with everybody's name, just in case. <laughs> but, like, I don't think 
having the name Wolf in your name is a depiction. Like, what is... Yeah. God, this is so stupid. Was, like, a... It's, was, it's, like, 80-year-old mother the person behind this committee? <laughs> I, I know. Sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes it's fun. Um, th- anyway, this is my favorite one. Being a kid who grew up in the 90s, just looking at whatever comics I could get. Mm-hmm. Females shall be drawn realistically without exaggeration of any physical qualities. <laughs> okay. There's no way anybody followed that. <laughs> they got um, there are others, but, um, you know, they, they all sort of depict similarly stupid things um Mm. like and they're also equally vague sex perversion or any interference to to some same wait i don't know how that one reads but basically sexual perversion is strictly forbidden that's funny okay Okay. like some people have a foot fetish what do i just not draw a foot like (laughs) yeah that's definitely up for interpretation so if you are demon boobs comics And you don't want to adhere to the CCA. You don't have yeah, to. Lady Death is and Vampirilla. Yeah, I, there's no way they ever got the seal. But okay. <clears throat> the thing is, as we know, it's not always art that fuels publishing. It's the ads. So if your company is seen <laughs> advertising in a smutty magazine, then that's not good for business. So you stick to the rules and you only advertise with the CCA people. And that worked mm-hmm. for about fifteen to twenty years, and then the eighties happened. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And there was a war on drugs, and one of the weapons that could be used uh, in this could be comics to show kids mm-hmm. that drugs are bad. But the problem is that the CCA won't allow drugs to be depicted in a comic book. Oh. <laughs> so okay. what do you do? If you're Stan Lee, then you skip it and you publish it without the seal. You're a patriot who is saving children from drugs. <laughs> this okay. is this is a story that Stan Lee has told in interviews. He um, was approached by the government to make a storyline in Spider-Man where um, they depicted drugs as a bad thing and as, as like an addiction or something like that. But the CCA, um, the president was sick. And so the vice president was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, no, no, we can't publish it. (laughs) (laughs) This is funny. And you know, it's not like they're shooting emails back and forth. So yeah. Um, Eventually, in the 2000s, advertisers didn't care about wholesome comics. They cared more about money and sales, so they would advertise wherever readers were looking. And also, comics were being made for adult audiences. Um, I did skip the whole section of underground comics uh, coming to the you know to the surface Mm -hmm. and and stuff like that. But um, they didn't use the CCA seal for uh, adult comics. And comics labeled for mature readers under imprints such as DC's Vertigo and Marvel's Epic Comics. And the DC imprints uh, Helix and Wildstorm were not submitted to the CCA. Okay. Then comes um, the reference I made earlier. In 2001, the CCA rejected an issue of X-Force, requiring that changes be made. Instead, Marvel just stopped submitting its comics to the CCA and implemented its own rating system. Designed designating appropriate age groups. So if a comic is for adults, it'll say so on the cover. Love it. In January, on January 20th in 2011, DC Comics announced that they would discontinue participation, adopting a rating system similar to Marvel's. A day later, Archie Comics, the only other publisher still participating in the code, announced it was also discontinuing it, rendering the code defunct. I mean, yeah, I would say, like, oh, Archie would be fine. But then I forgot that there's, um, well, Archie has a 
horror line, which is pretty gruesome. And there are also episodes of Archie versus the Predator that are pretty gruesome. <laughs> um, <sighs> there is like a comics. I'm pretty sure this is the right name. A comics legal defense fund. And they are the ones who acquired the actual like logo representation of the seal. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if anybody wants to use it, I think you get like a shirt on it, a shirt with it on it. <laughs> but it's just it it doesn't really mean anything anymore. Yeah, it's kind of just like a nostalgic point. I have a Black Panther shirt. It's right up in the corner on that. You know, like any oh, shirt fine. that I have that has a comic on it. I got a Spider Man one that probably will never fit me again. Uh, <laughs> what you do is you cut out the picture and you put it on another shirt. Yeah. Like. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm glad because I'm glad that it's no longer like looked down upon so badly for adults to read comics. Like that's so stupid. I find it really interesting though that in um comics mm-hmm. and seemingly in video games, mm-hmm. like the government is fine letting the companies sort of like self-regulate. Yeah, but, <laughs> but like you need a whole federal arm to take care of broadcasting like you can't trust a tv or you can't trust a radio station yeah that's interesting i think i think they just don't want to bother with it i think they still just like assume comics are just this like fringe bullshit that they don't need to bother with i think it'll always have some sort of stigma but i mean good because i don't mind um i don't even think i realized way if my latest comics had ratings on them so i want to be more aware of that it's interesting yeah, sometimes it'll show up on the spine if you get, like, a collection. So I don't think it's really, like, in your face, but... Oh, I wonder if my... I have a Betty and Veronica double diamond. I'm going to look right now. Keep talking. I'll just... I'm going to look. I would keep talking, but I don't really have anything else left. Oh, <laughs> I'm looking. I don't see... On the spine, I don't see... Hmm. Maybe because double digest isn't, like, a... I mean, it's not a proper comic. It's a compendium of comics. I feel like with like like you said, there's some Archie comics that veer off into another direction, but for the most part it's like no. I do I like the Flintstones reboot that I have, that has uh, a rating on it and that's so nihilistic and depressing that there should be a rating on it. Yeah, I would say that but especially yeah, if you're rebooting something that would normally was for kids, you should definitely put a rating. But this Ant Man thing that I'm reading where he's watching women shower, that's like for teens. Like <laughs> Yeah sometimes I do feel like the ratings are a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. But uh no, it's fun. Thank you. I didn't know about that. But I I wanted to plug into the Spider Verse because come on, it's, you don't have to read it. You can just watch the movie. It's very good. Um, but yeah. actually, it has the CCA seal in the opening credits, and oh. it may just be a nod to the classics, or it may be letting viewers know that it is a family friendly uh, movie. Do you think the average person knows what that seal means still? No, but I do think a comic book nerd would be like, hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, this is family friendly. I know when it popped up, I was like, I remember that. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta look at some old comics and see that, because I don't really remember it. That's neat. It's absurd. It's fucking absurd. (laughs) Because then you wouldn't be able to show 
uh, what's his name, Mobius or Morbius, that that Spider-Man villain. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else would wouldn't be able? Why to is that be? guy getting his own movie? And why is anyone giving Jared Leto a chance to touch any more superheroes? <laughs> I thought, I thought he was, you know, persona non grata after the Joker. <laughs> um, you know they're making a new Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, and, and isn't uh, Jared Leto in it? And oh, did, I don't didn't know. he make an appearance in the Snyder Cut too? He did, and apparently he looked different though. Yeah, like that, that's very interesting. I have to watch the Snyder Cut, but I need to be drunk or something. That's way yeah. too much. That's a lot of time. <laughs> um, oh, you plugged into the Spider Verse? Yeah, my plug. Which I do love comic movies, but it's important to say I was totally burned out of like action comic movies before I plugged this. Like, the last thing I watched was WandaVerse, which was a fantastic show. But I only liked that because it was so, like, weird. I, like, watched the last Avengers movie the other day, and I was like, I'm, like, over this. Like, I need I need something new. So, the point is, the fact that what I'm about to plug is action, but my plugging it should just mean that it's so fucking good. I fucking love Falcon and the Winter Soldier so much. <laughs> oh my god. Have you seen it? Yeah, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that plot. <laughs> yeah, no one expected me to like it. I think Not that I, I didn't know. expect you to not like it, not that I expected yeah. you to not like it, but for all the lead up, I didn't expect you to drop Yeah, the new Avengers show. <laughs> yeah, no, cuz I wasn't going to watch it cuz mm-hmm. I was like I don't need more new Avengers. Also, like, Falcon was like, whatever. I never watched the Captain America movies or the Winter Soldier movies. I Bucky seemed so boring to me. But, um, one, I'm, maybe I'm just, like, still so sad about Chadwick Boseman dying, and I'm like, we need another black icon. And Falcon is so awesome. I want him to become Captain America. Also, just, I don't know. It's just so good. I can't explain why it's so good. I don't want it to end. I love that show so much, so that's my plug. It may and, be into uh, comic book. And the last oh, episode I- will be coming out the day that this drops. Oh, okay. Well, I also <laughs> want to say, this isn't a plug because a lot of people hate it. I loved it. Did you see the Inhumans? No, no. Is it Inhumans? Yeah, the, the like one that was like like chalked up to be like a horror superhero movie. Oh, that's uh, the New Mutants, right? Oh, New Mutants. Why did I say Inhumans? Uh, yeah, Inhumans just... is the one that Kumail is in. Oh, yeah. Okay, I saw the New Mutants. Did you see it? Yeah, I thought it was perfectly fine. Exactly. A lot of people hated it for a lot of reasons. Uh, so if you ever saw a trailer and thought, like, that looks cool, know that it's not as hard as I think the trailer makes it out to be, but it's really good. And if you used to read old comics... I like that they introduced some like some new superheroes that I wasn't expecting. I didn't realize Ilya or um, the werewolf girl was in it. So I don't know. I think it's really cool. And it's unfortunate because there was a lot of quality representation in that particular film. Yeah, I'm so sad because this is the end. That was, movie was the end of like the the Fox uh, Marvel movie era. So the, we're not going to see these characters again. Yeah. So I would have loved to see these characters again. Uh, the special effects were kind of bad, but I didn't mind it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So, guys, if go you're watch into comics, completely opposite of CCA, <laughs> uh-huh. Amazon just seems to be loving these violent ass superhero shows. I stopped watching The Boys, um, not because of violence, just because I was like, I don't like 
this waiting for an episode to come out business. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, yeah. it was just, I don't know, it seemed very full of itself, which is weird to say about a show. But I did start watching the cartoon one, Invincible, and it looks so innocuous from the little tiny picture, but it is over-the-top violent um, and oh, interesting. But since it's a cartoon, Marissa, I don't know if you can handle it, but, you know, <laughs> if you're into that, <laughs> it is worth checking out because it is kind of uh, an interesting watch, and it's sort of about, you know, like, who are you really, who do you trust, all that sort of stuff. See, I understand wanting, you know, violence and realism, but when things are, like, so violent... It almost makes me angry because I'm just like, stop pushing me away. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, you like the boys. And I'm like, I can't see the boys. So I'm going to explain like the first few minutes of the boys. And I'm like, I'm out. I just can't. Why is this gratuitously violent? Guys, I'm a baby. I'm a 35-year-old woman who used to not watch rated R movies. I now watch rated R movies. But before I do, I go on a website to parents to see whether or not a <laughs> child can see the movie. <laughs> So it's just I'm mad. I'm mad that I'm mad that the new Mortal Kombat movie is supposed to be really gory because I love the first Mortal Kombat movie. Just I get it. Make it violent, but don't make it gratuitously so. Yeah. Like because then you're just missing an audience of <laughs> of people that used to be religious and can't shake it, <laughs> like me. So I mean I'm still religious, but I mean I was like conservatively so. But anyway. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Yes, thank you. Um, we got a Twitter and a website and a Patreon and a phone yeah. number. Alex, if you made it this far, I forgot to play your voicemail earlier, but we will get your crypto coverage um, maybe in a couple of weeks. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, call us at five seven zero pod wad one. And yeah, our next episode will be something a little bit different, but. Um, yeah have an open mind for our different episodes but we're pretty excited about the next one but um unless it goes horribly yeah. then we're not excited about it. <laughs> but we still have to put it out so <laughs> okay be safe everybody bye bye